Good morning, James. Hi, Christopher. <laughs> so, and a, a couple episodes, I have quite a few episodes ago, I was telling you about during the pandemic, um, you go to California for a vacation or a visit and the gals had gotten a little soft. You, you know, their bodies were not typically what you'd see at the beach, but the guys on the opposite, huge. Like they had spent pandemic working working out. It was obvious. The guys were huge and the, the women, the women are women. They're, they're beautiful all in all shapes and sizes. That's <laughs> nonsense. But they you, were, they you, were not as muscular or tone as the men. Well, I don't know what happened on my last <laughs> visit, but things changed. <laughs> now I feel like the women like recognize this, you know, I'm back at the beach and it seemed like not only did it go back to normal, but maybe Maybe perhaps they overcompensated. It seemed like every gal at the beach, it didn't matter if she was like 16 or if she was 60, uh, she was in shape. <laughs> they got their Pelotons out. Yeah. and Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and uh, of course, whenever women have more toned bodies, they tend, not always, but they tend to wear bikinis. I mean, you know, that's, that's a California thing. You know, you have such a skewed perspective (laughs) as a Californian, how the world works. It's ridiculous. It's like, I've seen in other countries too. I've seen like in Germany, there's this lake called Lake Constancy. Same thing. You know, everyone there at that lake is from California. Well, I feel like I'm a California when I'm at that lake. I love, I love. That's my point. I I love Bavaria. (laughs) You like you what? Bavaria. I love Bavaria. If I was moving Bavaria. Yeah. You're trying to say Bavaria? I'm, I'm saying it the way I want to say it. Bavaria. I don't want you to say it that way. <laughs> Bavaria? How do you say it? Bavaria. Whatever. <laughs> I'm talking about bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings up an interesting question, what? Christopher. Bikinis or briefs? What do you mean? What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. Or box, <laughs> boxers or briefs? Bikinis, briefs? Bikini briefs or boxers or boxers or shorts? I don't know. Something like that. It's just the women seem can't seem to win these days when they go to sporting events. Oh, why do you say that? Uh, this past week, they had some, uh, ironically, two pieces of news items about women's, what they're wearing down there. Wait, meaning below the belly button? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the, the first one is these Norwegians, uh, the Norwegian uh, handball team. Well, they in, got a reputation as Norwegians. In the European Beach Handball Championship. Okay. The, Nor- the Norwegian ladies. We're not a, talking about the Olympics. No. Okay. I just said. European Beach Handball Championship. <laughs> That's not the Olympics. No, it's in I Europe. Know, I, know. I just want to make sure we're all clear. Here. Anyway, the girl, the ladies from Norway showed up wearing shorts, not really like tight shorts, like boxer brief type of shorts. So uh, they got fined 1500 euros for, for, be, short- for being out of uniform because apparently the uniform is to wear bikini briefs. <laughs> well, of course it is. <laughs> and they, I wouldn't say they made a big deal out of it, but like the team said, yeah, we'll pay, we'll pay the, the fine, but we need to, talk about this and get this changed because it's silly that the women have to wear bikinis. Why do the women have to wear bikinis? Why shouldn't they wear whatever they're most comfortable with? That, this is a sporting event. That makes sense event. to me, yeah. This is a sporting event, so you would think that they're going to wear the thing that helps them perform the best. Of course. Unless this is just a spectator sport. Um, as in we're just supposed to be looking at their butts? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I always wonder about uniforms, what the true objective is sometimes because, you know, the whole thing with the swimming and all that. Like you see in the Olympics, right? So uh, they're all wearing the little tight hair thing around their head, you know, to make sure they're streamlined, right? That's the whole right, purpose. Yeah. What do they call that? The rubber. The swimming hat? Is that what it's called? I don't know. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> do, 
you ever notice that the, the men's and the women's is slightly different? In fact, wasn't there a whole issue? There was a whole Man, issue. Christopher, I think you spend way too much looking at, I think you spend way too much time looking at guys, <laughs> especially when they're in their, their swim I trunks. I was talking about women here. You were saying, you you were just, you were just saying, have you ever noticed the difference between what the guys are wearing and what the, the ladies are wearing? Just quickly. Now that we're started, I guess now, do you, I th- I'm feeling like the Olympics are a little bit of a flop this year. I, I haven't really been paying that much attention, which is aside from, aside from everybody's leaving because of things they did like 20 years ago, there's everybody's getting right. super offended by nonsense that happened literally decades ago. Well, I, I think you're right about that. But also, you know, I, I need to back up on your swim. Well, first of all, they're, they're called swim caps. I guess you oh, can call that's it swim, right. swim, swim caps. Hat okay. Good. Hat if you want to. There you go. But, uh, you know, that actually is a pretty controversial issue in the past has been a very controversial issue, how much the swimmers wear and what they're wearing, because some people were complaining that the Americans had much better technology and they were more hydrodynamic. I don't know what the word is, but they, you know, they, they allowed the swimmers to swim faster because it's more, there's less drag in the water. So there was some discussion about that. So I don't know where that stands and I don't pay attention to these things very often. And I generally don't watch the Olympics that much. <laughs> But, oh, to follow up, the, the reason that the, 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 Nor- the Norwegian ladies showing up in, in shorts was so strange was yeah. because the same week there is a there is a, a, a story from the Paralympics of a young woman. And I'm just going to read the quote from the article. She this is an Olympic official. She said, I think what you're wearing is very revealing and I think you should consider buying shorts. I don't know what to say. Excuse me. I didn't know what to say. I was left speechless. And my first thought process was, are you joking? So this is the, the female right, athlete right, right. in response to the quote, Olympian, uh, Olympic advisor. Um, now, that's not much of a thing. It's kind of funny because she and, and I don't have a, a picture I can show you, but she her outfit was pretty normal running outfit with normal bikini briefs and a normal kind of sports bra. Yeah, not not any kind of string bikini or anything like that. Um, and so this Paralympian, her first response that she was the Olympian, the Olympic person was joking. That's exactly how she should have responded. And she should have left it at that. Which was, what was the response? No, I'm saying she should have said, she should have laughed in her face and just walked away. Yeah. Instead, she's made, she's blown it up this whole, she's blown it up into this whole big thing where she's deeply offended. And now because she's been deeply offended, she needs to let the whole world know that she's been deeply offended. And that this needs to be, this injustice needs to be reversed or, or dealt with. And, you know, I used to be a lot more, I try to be a lot more calm about these things in the past, but I'm sorry. I'm just getting really frustrated with all this outrage that people have over being quote offended. It doesn't matter. Just deal with it and move on. Well, it's not that important. This has been a theme now throughout the last couple of weeks with the Olympics, people not kneeling, um, uh, African-Americans being unhappy. Um, now you got the the sexist thing going on. The, the problem is the very people that keep nicking and complaining about the Olympics probably don't watch the Olympics. <laughs> and the people that do watch it are so tired of the drama. Now they're not watching it. I really think Olympics are not going to be the a big thing anymore. I'm, and I'm talking for the next couple of decades, as long as this drama keeps going on, because people go to see the Olympics for two reasons. And the number one reason is entertainment. The second reason is they somehow have an interest in that sport and they want to see what the newest guy is doing in a sport that maybe they did as a kid, or maybe their brother or sister or mom or dad did that sport or, or a physical activity. And they want to kind of see what the latest thing is. But the number one thing is entertainment. And if they're going to create drama in sports, like they've been doing for the last few years, 
I'm telling you, all sports are going to eventually slowly die out with the exception of NFL because the NFL rocks. <laughs> <laughs> drama or no drama. The NFL <laughs> is the first on the chopping block. I don't think so. I love well, the NFL. Well, my chopping block. Okay, well, maybe. I mean, other than the concussion theme, that sport is amazing. Well, the concussion <laughs> thing keeps going on and on and on. But, uh, well, it's part well, of the sport. I, I think the NFL is, well, the NFL as an organization is kind of gross. And, and football as a sport, I've always enjoyed, but I do think they have a bit of a problem. I think there is fundament, I think it's a fundamentally flawed sport and it's too violent. There's too much injury involved in well, it. Well, as long as there are Americans that are a big part of our culture is violence. And I, I love America, but I definitely agree with people that say we live in a, a violent society because I've been to other countries and there's a little less violence. And West, I'm talking Western world, obviously. Oh, Once yeah. you get out of the Western world, the United States is nothing compared to the violence. That is, a very, that is a very good point to make. But- And especially also historically speaking. But I really think one of the things that makes this country so great- I know this is going to sound terrible. I can see on your facial expression. I don't even know. I'm I'm waiting. Give it to me. I think our violent culture keeps us safe. I mean, let's just say right now, the military, because of politics, just completely falls apart, right? Let's Mm -hmm. just say that happens. No one's going to attack us. There's way too many Americans with guns. (laughs) Way too many. Who's going to come over here and attack us? And we're not talking like these guns that everybody hates, like these big military. I've seen, I've gone to people's houses and I'm like, what do you have there? And there, and it looks like a cannon. I mean, I'm not really, but I can't believe the size of some of the guns that people have. I couldn't imagine any country in the world saying, you know what? Let's go drop some boats off in North America. I think we'll, we'll be okay. <laughs> You're absolutely insane. Am, am I? If the United am States, I wrong? Let, am so, I insane? But am I wrong? That's the question. You are I'm wrong. Ask. That's okay. you're wrong. So are we assuming that the American military is just gone overnight? is completely collapsed, that there's there's no way to utilize any of the any of their resources? Well, I don't know. Okay, well, that, I think that's, we have to figure out what you mean by that. <laughs> but if, let, let's, let's take that as a starting point. Okay. If the American military collapsed to the point where none of those resources, resources were available, uh, Russia would be here in five minutes. But would they be successful? Yes. Like in Red October, you don't think like that would happen? Red October would be, no, I mean, sure, some people would try to resist, but there, Red October is a fantasy, and it would be even more of a fantasy if there was no. If you might, re, I don't. Do you remember the movie Red October? Yeah, of it's course. not the, it the kids. Terrible. The kids, you know, have a, a successful, semi-successful campaign, can't counter insurgency or excuse me, insurgency campaign, terrorist campaign. One might say, okay, you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your freedom fighter is a terrorist, whatever. Um, but the U.S. military is the one who won that war in the end. Yeah, I suppose that's how the movie ended. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, without the American military, it's not just a question of there being an opportunity for people to come here and attack us. They absolutely would. There's no if if nothing stopped Russia or China from coming over here and, and dominating us from a military standpoint, they absolutely 100 percent would. Well, since because of the resources as a pivoting point. Listen, I, one of the reasons our our military is as great as it is is from the pool they choose from, right? For example, is I know I know you can be from another country and volunteer your time in the military to become a U.S. citizen. I know that's out there, but for the most part, it's like a sport. Like we were talking with football, where are you pulling these people from? Why are certain uh, people taking over certain sports activities? It's because they got a disposition to be successful there already. So when you're pulling a military from a society that's already been trained in guns and is already semi 
ready for combat, it makes it a little easier on the training process. I'm not saying our military doesn't do a fantastic job of turning average people into warriors. <laughs> I'm saying they turning people that have a little bit of um, experience maybe in some military matters and they make them amazing warriors. Am I wrong? I think you're wrong. Okay. Again, <laughs> I think the institution of the American military is amazingly well systematized and it's a, it's the, a it's, fine tuned machine. It's the institution itself, which is so well crafted and so well run and let's say overfinanced um, <laughs> that allows us to, to field such an amazing force. They can take raw recruits, break them down and reshape them into what they need to be, which is amazing. And I think you, we wind up with less violent people. The end, the people, the veterans that I know are much more careful about the way they use violence. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Talking about the military. So, so, maybe, so perhaps everybody should be enlisted or drafted into the U.S. Army for one year of service, like a lot of countries do. Well, yeah. So I brought up Germany earlier. In Germany, and I don't know, this might be old. I haven't been there in a few years and talked to young people in a while. But how it used to be, at least, I'm talking like 10, 10 15 years ago when I was there often, you had a choice. You could serve the military or you could be a public servant, you know, like help at a hospital. And that was mandatory for all men. And just uh, the men, I believe only men. Hmm, that's surprising. There are countries where it's, 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 uh, well, yeah, like Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there <laughs> are other countries situation though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's a great point. And, and, and I don't know if it's just in the circles I've been in on the social media, but for some reason the draft thing has come up a little bit more and people are going nuts. The idea, well, your country can't enforce, can't force you to do free work for them for a year. It's like, why not? Is that so bad? Well, it's called civic duty, right? One, one could say that or, you, you know, forced enslavement as other people would say. Yeah. But I, I don't see what's so big. I don't see why it's such a big deal. Hey, Especially if, 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 you, if you want your country to give you free health care, can't you give something back? Yeah. Not that we get free health care. <laughs> the military has been in the news a lot lately. And one of the things that caught my eye was, I don't know, it was under direct orders of President Biden. But the U.S. military has been on the border uh, taking like uh, containees and other immigrants. When I mean border, I don't mean the Canadian border. I mean the Mexican border. Oh, we need to get those Canadians out of here. Yeah. Well, Canadians have their own problems. No, I love those Canadians. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like having too many vaccinated people. <laughs> um, well, I'm just there. When they come to your party, they end up drinking all your beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can try that here. <laughs> Uh, anyways, there's, spoiler alert, there's no beer. Yeah. Well, we, maybe follows the says, no, you don't really drink alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So they're taking immigrants, the military and dis dispersing them around the United States. That was in the news. What are they like driving them around the United States? Flying them. Oh, okay. Well, flying that makes them. sense. Well, that's the funny thing about trying to build a border wall. It was at least 40% of the illegal immigrants come via plane. So they're literally flying over the wall. <laughs> well, that's weird that you said, okay, so this whole thing about and now the, military the military bugs me because they're making, this is what I meant. This is kind of where I was back in my mind thinking at some point, if we keep using the military as a political resource that it's going to, it's going to start. It is a political it? resource. That's exactly what it is. But oh, no, I think I understand I'm talking what you're about saying. one party versus that party. Yeah. Anyways, moving to a new story. Years ago, there used to be a thing called a travel agent and there yeah. were lots of them and yeah. they were great because you could walk in well, and you say, I want to go to uh, Europe or I want to go to Asia and they could give you some canned packet or the beauty of them was, is they could 
develop a travel trip for you. And it really was not much cost to you because it was put on the people that were actually you're getting the package from. But anyways, they were great because they had so much experience that most of them had traveled. And I, I used to love going to travel agent for my my things um, because they would make suggestions and I and I would do bookings through them. And it was great. And when I did bookings on my own, that was a lot of fun, too. But um, it was a different experience. You know, I, I think what you're saying is true. To a, to a small degree. If you get a good travel agent, all of that is true. But there are a lot of, there were a lot of bad travel ag- agents out there who would be just selling you the packages that would make them the most money. Yeah, I get that. And, well, or just like not very good. That where you're buying packages. Yeah, I, I think in the travel agent business, it was my experience that uh, there were a lot of bad ones. Yeah. Again, if you find the good one, that you, that's like the, they're worth their weight in gold. Like, uh, what's his name? Rick Steves. Do you know Rick Steves? I don't. Oh, he's a guy. Uh, well, he's a, uh, I believe it's, on, he is, his shows are on PBS, but he does like these half hour shows where he'll go to Germany and tour you through Germany. And he's, he sounds like he's from Minnesota. He's got this really straightforward kind of almost bland, but monotone Midwesterner in You're Germany. You're making him sound very interesting. Well, that's, a, that's, well, that's the thing. He's, he seems really dull, but he's actually bringing you through. He's showing these gorgeous places. It's, it's a really interesting, uh, juxtaposition. Okay. So, uh, so anyways, where I was going with this was a lot of travel agents were getting these, this started in the mid eighties. We're getting these weird bookings from Mexico and they had figured out a way, a lot, uh, certain groups of people on how to basically stop coming across the border because that's being patrolled. Stop flying into cities along the border like San Diego, Los Angeles, Tucson, Phoenix, El Paso, all these border cities. And instead, fly them up to like somewhere in Minnesota or North Dakota or somewhere crazy. And uh, I knew about this because I knew travel agents. They Mm -hmm. had told me that this is happening more and more. And it really got to a peak at the late 80s, early 90s. Well, coincidentally, a few years later, I had gotten a teaching position in Indiana as a just a temporary job because I was working on another project. Anyways, my point here is I was sitting in the teacher's lounge, which I didn't normally do, and I was listening to them and I remember hearing them saying in their in their uh, Midwest accent, um, have you noticed the large popular the large groups of kids? They were talking about Hispanic kids moving from like Los Angeles, from Phoenix. And I remember laughing going, oh, they're not from those cities. Hmm. But I wanted to verify it. So when the kids were in my classroom, I would ask them where they're from. They assuming that I'm from Indiana and they would name places in like Los Angeles. And I'm like, okay, so where in Los Angeles? What, you know, what neighborhood? There was no answer. They, they didn't have an answer. They were from Mexico. They were flying them, these travel agents, all over the United States. And it seems to me that the government, 25 years later, somebody figured out, oh, we don't need to use travel agents. Let's just use the military. Well, they can't use the travel agents because they're all gone. <laughs> well, but also, Christopher, I am ones. shocked. I am shocked at your hate crimes that you, you're perpetrating <laughs> these poor little kids. <laughs> What do you mean? What hate crimes? I'm not allowed to ask them where they're well, from. Well, you're shaming them. What, what is this? This would be uh, hometown shaming or uh, or place of origin shaming. I don't know. You're shaming them. All I did is ask questions. I never, and all I did is ask, you know. And well, you know what? A few teachers that could speak a little Spanish. Not much, just a little, so I could get real answers. Questions are violence. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm craving coffee today, so 
even though we started this nice little cup, I would like a little bit more. You sure you don't want a beer? Um, I would like a beer. But I don't have, have a beer. Coffee instead. Suck it. <laughs> Suck on your coffee because there's no beer here. All right. Thank you. Life getting you down. Is your head always drooping towards the floor? And then seeing your horrible floor just makes you feel that much worse? What to do? Don't change you. That's too much work. Change your floor instead. Go Rageous Flooring is happy, sunny, exciting, rejuvenating flooring. They make flooring fun again. Woohoo! Go Rageous Flooring. For one you just can't bear to look at your old, horrible floor anymore. You'll be so happy you won't ever look at your floor again. Whoopee. That's GoRageousFlooring.com. GoRageousFlooring. G-O-R-A-G-E-O-U-S.com. Okay, cool. Thanks for the coffee, James. I needed that. For some reason, I really needed it today. Yeah, you, need, you, needed, you needed something to blast you off, right? <laughs> I don't, what's that supposed to, to be? To be sent into space. Oh, right, with Along all the, with the space other stuff. Dummionaires. Dummionaires. How look, no word I just made up. Dummionaires. <laughs> Can I use that? Yes, please it's like do. a multitude of dummies. Every time. No, there are people who have billionaire, billionaires who are dummies. <laughs> dummionaires. Can you spell that on the on our show, so on the, in the notes when people look at it? Because um, I'm going to try to put it into that, that crazy urban dictionary. You ever seen this where they have all the funky words? Yeah, yeah, I know urban. <laughs> I've uh, been on the internet. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I tried to put a word in there uh, years ago, <laughs> and every now and then I nick at it. It's slowly, it's slowly sinking into it. You are so sad. I know. I want to be. I, w- I want to be like one of those wannabe. I'm a smart person, so I'm going to contribute to Wiki Up. Or Wik- Wiki Wikipedia. Up. Wikipedia. Oh my yeah. God, you can't say any word well, right. Well, no, Wiki Up is a, a town I've always wanted Wiki to. Up? I, there's a little town in Arizona called Wiki Up. I've always wanted to. I'd like to have a place there. Okay. For those of you that live in the small town of the population of 50, you probably don't want me to come to your town. Oh my God. No, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Those only 50 people who live there? Yeah. We could possibly get look at having one city or town. Are they a town? What are they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if they have a post office. Well, we could have one town where we have 100% listenership. <laughs> How about that? That would be pretty amazing. Number one podcast in Wiki, <laughs> Wiki up. Uh, Even if we just drive around town blaring it out of our speakers. What's that? We're pretty popular in our own minds. (laughs) Well, maybe in your mind. I want to get out of my own head a lot of the time. So So what do you think about all those spaceships going up? I think it's just really annoying and tedious. Jeff Bezos and what's the other guy's name from Virgin Atlantic? Branson? Yeah, Brad, uh, they both? Sir Branson, excuse me. Oh, excuse shut you. up. <laughs> you damn man. Mo- you damn like monarchist. Lo- <laughs> Ugh, take your nights and go home. Hey. I can't stand that anybody stuff. Anybody who can come up with a, a multi-million, maybe billion-dollar company billion, now. Billion. Billion. It's called Virgin. You know, you got to give them some credit there. That's kind of low-hanging fruit in my opinion. <laughs> For some reason, everybody wants virgins. I don't know why. Hey. Why would you want a virgin? They don't well, know a damn thing. Okay. Uh, I was... Okay, I'm not going to go there. But, uh, okay. <laughs> hey, I do want to go here. Did you notice the shape of the ship, the spaceship? <laughs> yes, it was in the form of a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it and I looked at it and I go, um, is this a, ch-? I didn't think it was real. It's, it's, a, it's a straight shaft with a bulging head. I don't understand what your problem is. <laughs> it had, it had the P word kind of shape. The P word. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. what philanthropist? Yeah. Did it look like a philanthropist? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I don't, I, there's certain words I don't like. I feel uncomfortable saying. 
Oh, it looked like a boob. I don't have a problem with the word. <laughs> oh, you've had problems with the word boobies. Well, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's just stop beating around the bush. You think it looks like a penis. I do. You don't? I mean, it really I don't does. Know. And I, it's not even aerodynamically cool. I don't know why you'd have. It looks weird. Come on. They, I think Chris the designers re- go. Everyone's penis looks weird. Is, is that your opinion? Yeah. Well, to anyone else, it does How anyway. That's seen? the whole point. <laughs> I went to art school. Oh, right. Yes. So I've seen lots. Well, they must have been a lot of circumcised uh, models Both. there for you. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. Well, do you think this was circumcised? Do you think this spaceship was circumcised? Was it absolutely New Shepherd? <laughs> New Shepherd? What the hell kind of name is that anyway? Oh right, that oh. has like I mean, it just so, the jokes can be built up bigger and bigger on this thing. It just seems like an Amazon Basics spaceship. That's all I'm saying. And do you really want an Amazon Basics for anything? No, but here I want to ask you something about all you have sh- an Amazon Basics uh, mic stand. How's that working out for you? It tips over so easily because it's so it's all plastic. The only thing it's supposed to do, it can't do. It's true. Wow. I listen. I have a stand that uh, is from a competitor, and it's made. It has a it has a metal shaft. <laughs> good and, rigid, good rigid shaft, and heavy metal feet, and it doesn't tip over. It can hold a pretty heavy mic. This thing, which was almost the same price, I'm talking, I saved a couple bucks. And in actually hindsight, I didn't save a couple bucks because it tips over all the time because I had to buy weights to put at the bottom. Anyways, uh, it works much better and doesn't tip over. Anyways, the other one, not the Amazon the Basics. Okay. I have a question for you. Do yes. you think it's kind of odd how all of the millionaires are developing companies that, I don't know if they're going to make money or not, but- to get off the planet. It's kind of like, I'm thinking to myself, why are all the rich people trying to get off the planet? It's looking very uh, ominous well, for first, us that can't afford to get off the planet. Well, first of all, <laughs> I think it's cute that you're still calling them millionaires. Mm. When they were talking about Sorry. billionaires they and billionaires. trillionaires. That's right. Millionaires are the ones that get to go on the ship. Billionaires get to build the, build the things. Uh, well, and half I, I of that think, money is from us, right? I, I mean, think it's if from you, the, it's from the small man. What's that? The I small mean, man. Those billions come from the everyday people. They well, didn't like print their own money, obviously. Yeah, and they get tax breaks and all kinds of oh, funding. Yeah. You want to deconstruct our capitalist system right now? No, no. Or the broken form of our capitalist system? But don't you think it's odd about the okay billionaires? Yes. At least I didn't. Are any of them trillionaires? Uh, Do I don't have, know. Uh, I don't know. And we probably don't know because they don't do their taxes. So who would know? I remember when I was a kid, uh, there was an Israeli guy that lived down the street. And we were pretty good friends with their family. And, and it was, so, so we're talking to trillionaires and you immediately go to the Jews. Uh, <laughs> anyways, this is what he said to me, you know, being a Christian guy. We were just sitting there in the evening one time talking. And he said to me, and this is years ago. He said, do you know what it means when the government spends millions of dollars? And I go, yeah. He goes, well, let me, let me break it down. How I think about it. If you were born the day Jesus Christ was born and you were still alive today and you lived a humble life, you still wouldn't have spent all the money if you would have just put it in a bank. And I thought, yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> but now we're in I th- the I billions. Think, I, I think you missed part of your analogy. I didn't really follow that. Meaning that a million dollars used to be a lot of money. Yes. Right? And that, and obviously a million dollars isn't that much now. Well, here's the thing. We're only talking hang on, hang on, 20 hang on. years ago. A million dollars was a lot of money. To 98% of Americans, a million dollars is a huge amount of money. Oh, yeah. So one or two percent of Americans, it's like nothing. So it really depends on who you are and where you are and what you're trying to buy. 
Right. But here's the thing. All of our media, all of our entertainment, everything that we see visually is completely surrounded by people that spend millions of dollars or people that are making millions of dollars, right? We're talking about all of the sports people, right? Mm-hmm. That's a huge, especially the, this. we just had this huge basketball contest going on. I mean, I'm sitting there watching the game, but I'm also watching people making millions of dollars, right? And we got the, the uh, casters and we got the camera. They're all, well, maybe not the camera, but a lot, we're surrounded by watching people that make millions of dollars. Every time we watch TV, we're looking at actors that make millions of dollars. I mean, are all, all we them? see wait, is wait, wait. millions of dollars. Uh, uh, that's a genuine question though. Are all the actors on TV making millions of dollars or just the top talent? Well, we're not talking about like those lowly extras in the background. No, I'm not talking about the lowly extras, but t- <laughs> take uh, Superstore. I'm watching a, a, a TV called Superstore now. It was a comedy. It's a few years old. I think they had three or four seasons. No big, well, they had one big name guy whose name, I don't even know who it was, but he was, he's, I've seen him before. Uh, but generally, you know, no big names there. I don't know. I generally have no idea how much these people are making. Well, I, I get your point. So for example is, let's just take the, the surrounding area and the center of Hollywood. Okay. You'll see around Hollywood, these small little bungalow style houses everywhere. And I would say 90% and um, when I say this, this is a stat I actually read years ago, so I don't know if it's 90, it might be more. Cater to the entertainment business in some form or another. Many of those people are actually actors. You can make a pretty good living in Hollywood as an actor doing a lot of things where you never become famous. No one ever learns your name. But there, whenever you watch TV, whenever you see shows, look in the background and believe it or not, a lot of those faces in the background are on other television oh, yeah. shows. It's the same people. It's I think I it's remember har- this on Cheers. I think it's well, maybe it's not harder to do that now because the, maybe it's not harder to do that now than it used to be. It used to be a lot easier. Right now, though, so, since everybody watches so many shows right on top of each other, you can recognize these people a lot more readily. But there are more shows, so I don't know. Maybe it is easier. But back in the day, like in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. That was a lot easier to do because you would see the show when it aired and then maybe, maybe you would see a rerun of it a few years later. Right. Right. But we're watching Star Trek again because that's who we are. And the funniest (laughs) thing is, um, you, you see, you recognize the reoccurring actors. Now at the time it didn't matter that they were using the same actor for completely different roles. Because like you said, you didn't, you, you never saw the show again. There was a reruns was not really a thing. Right. They're not, they're not in your head, but since we're watching one episode every day or two, sometimes or five, we're noticing, (laughs) Oh, look, Spock's father is playing his father right now was a Romulan like three episodes ago. Yeah. 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 It's like, wait, is he a Romulan or is he a Vulcan? Oh God. Did I just geek out? (laughs) Well, I watch a lot of old black, black and white films. And I also watch recently, this is new. I used to watch black and white TV when I was a kid, but it disappeared, right? That wasn't popular. But now because of streaming, you can pretty much watch any TV show, popular or unpopular that ever came out of the, you know, the U.S. entertainment. And I've been watching the Beverly Hills Hillbillies. The Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah, I said it <laughs> weird. Okay, Beverly Hillbillies. And here's a really interesting thing. So I used to watch the reruns as a kid, but I've been watching them again and they have in the the series that I'm watching, they have the commercials. Oh, wow. That's on the, the original commercials. The original commercials that they had to leave in because the Beverly Hillbillies are actually in the commercial. Oh. They were so interesting. Damn, you're old. Yesterday, I set up my phone and started filming the commercials because I actually wanted to show you. <laughs> so 
Um, I'll, maybe you can post them on the site later. I'll post a link. Yeah. I'll send them to you. So one of them is for the Communist Party. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, that came out. So then somebody else said, well, we can't have that. So then there's another commercial that's an anti communistic commercial and I don't even understand it. I want to look it up at some point, but it says fight communism and join free radio, whatever that means. All right. And now there's the typical ones you might see like Lucy uh, on the, I love Lucy show. Of course she had tons of cigarette commercials. If you didn't know that. I don't remember. Yeah. Her or Ricky would be smoking all the time. Hey kids, cigarettes are great. (laughs) Uh, I highly encourage tobacco over other smoking things that are out there. Anyways. Um, what? Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Vape. Kids, if you want to smoke, just vape. I think vaping just is bad for you. No, it's way, it's way better because it doesn't have the tar and tar is what causes the nicotine tar, not tar in general, but the nicotine tar apparently is what causes cancer. Well, well the tar kills you eventually, but I think a lot of kids for a while there, at least when the vaping became very popular, they were dying within a few years. Oh, well, uh, no, there were some problems with the uh, off-brand vaping products that had bad chemicals in them. So if you're going to vape, like anything else, don't buy crap off the street. Know what you're buying if you're ingesting it. I think it's only a matter of time. The stats aren't out there yet. I think in the next generation. I don't want to go on the whole vaping thing. That that bugs me just generally. Okay, where was I going? Yeah, oh, don't, don't vape. Winston cigarettes, right? And the cool thing about this commercial, the Beverly Hillbillies are on like their truck and they're driving by another truck with the ad on the side of the truck. But the best part about it for me personally is the truck that is pulling it is from like the 1940s. And oh, I'm like, okay. oh my God, I, I, I've never seen that truck except in, in drawings. There's, I'm sorry, I'm really going off now. It's because I'm on my second cup of coffee. <laughs> but there was this illustrator named Richard Scary. Do you know this guy? Yeah, the scary, the scary books. We've got one like literally probably within 10 feet of us. I love these books. Uh, whenever I see one like at a thrift store, it's in my hands. It's coming home with me. Uh, an amazing illustrator. He captured the forties and the fifties better than anybody else. And I, and I love his cars because they look like the old cars. Anyways, that's what I was saying. I'm watching this. I'd never seen one. I'm like, Oh yeah. Rich recognizes from the old Richard scary books. <laughs> that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't feel like I really dumped on the billionaires flying into space. Quite oh, go enough. ahead. Yeah. But I did want to make a Let's distinction. Go from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yes. To, <laughs> to space. space. <laughs> Seems like these are the guys to go to space. Well, because they know how to do, you know, they know how to farm. So send them up and they'll get the farming started. Do you think they'll get lucky and strike, uh, what's it called? Black gold up there on the moon? Probably not. Oh, there are dinosaur bones on the moon though. Did you know that? Do tell. There is, oh darn it. I don't remember the TikToker's name, but there's some big science guy on TikTok who got this question. Are there dinosaur bones on the, on the moon? And he said, yes, there are almost, almost certainly are because when the comet hit the earth, it kicked so much stuff up out of the, into the atmosphere and out of the planet that a lot of debris from the earth landed on the moon. And so he, and he, he, they went through the calculations and figured that the dinosaur, there are probably dinosaur teeth up there because those are the hardest parts. And, and he did the calculations, uh, how many dinosaurs there were, how far they would have to travel, you know, what would have been destroyed and how, and they said there are probably lots and lots of dinosaurs from that period from that one period. We're assuming that there, the dinosaurs disappeared because of an asteroid. Are we back on well, that again? It's not necessarily, you don't even have to assume that they, they were destroyed by it, but uh, obviously this was a big impact and it would have killed a lot of dinosaurs, but not necessarily all of them, but it would have kicked it up into space and some of that would have landed on the moon. So the, and the, the other funny thing is this brought up a, a lot of other op, uh, topics about how material from the earth 
has wound up on the moon. Why hasn't it been in reverse? There is. There are plenty of things that from the on the moon that have come back. You, we, all we have to do is fly up there and take uh, whatever we want and fly it back. It's easy. Oh. <laughs> I think you know. Um, I believe the university near closest to us is, which is ASU. They have a really amazing space, space program, and they have like a little like I don't know, you know, like a student museum that when you're walking through their space building or mm-hmm. tech yep. building, they have little samples there. And you're right, they got some pretty cool little chunks of the moon there. But the, 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 the moon itself is, is thought to be uh, a remnant of the earth. That was, there's some big collision that, that was, that happened a long time ago, like thousands of years ago. I'm, I'm, just, I'm kidding. It's billions of years ago. Uh, and, and part of the, you know, it broke what the earth was up into two parts. And one of the, one of those parts became the moon. I'm over, oversimplifying things and probably getting things wrong at the same time. So please write that in your next report for school. Just write down what I said verbatim and you'll get an A. <laughs> anyway, billionaires in space. I oh, think yeah. it's are really silly, but I, I think that there are two, two types of billionaires that, that are going to space. There's okay. Elon Musk and the other jackasses. Elon is actually trying to, in a, from a realistic standpoint, trying to get humans onto Mars and, and set up a colony there. That's his long-term goal. And it's kind of crazy when you look at his, the, the plan that he I'm has. I'm for that. I totally think that's a good plan, especially with the population. If we have a bunch of people that are interested in getting off our planet and making more room for me and my family, love it. Send them away. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, <laughs> it's, I think, like, it's like what Mexico does. I think it's an interesting, <laughs> I think it's an interesting goal. I don't think it's realistic to try to get humans off the planet so that we can make sure that humans can survive. Somewhere, in case the planet goes to pot, the earth goes to pot. I think it'd be a lot easier just to fix the earth, but that's my opinion. It's well, no, still, no, I think no. it's I, worth I doing. I don't disagree with that. I just think if people want to go to Mars and do their own thing, let them go. Oh yeah, no, and I, I don't think, and you're right, there's a lot of things as humans we should probably be fixing about the environment. I'm not a big... Um, I'm not a big global warming guy. I just think we're on a cycle. I No, you drive an SUV, so you are a big global warming guy. Okay, thank you. But my point is here is that um, I'm for all, all these. I don't agree with the reason why we do it, but I still want it to happen. I would like to go outside and have clean air. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't have a problem with people saying, you know, what, we probably should get rid of coal because it's really bad for the environment and the global heating and all. I'm like, I don't care about that. I just want to walk outside and breathe some fresh air. Um, if people want to convert the whole planet to solar and that seems to make sense to make the air cleaner and make our environment cleaner. I'm all for it. Yeah, let's do it. I, I don't have to agree with you why we do it, but I think it doesn't matter what your point is on where, where your political stand is on this. We have to all agree clean air is better than dirty air, which brings me to something I want to tell you about. Well, we'll come back to the billionaires. Okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Should I let you finish? No, I want no. To tell just you about keep this. going. Keep going. Okay. So I was watching this show last do you, night. Do you do anything with your time but watch TV shows? I double task. So like when I'm working, I listen to stuff in the background. And here's that is so disrespectful to people who make those shows. I'm really big about the family eating dinner at the table, so we can have community, you know, community time together. But this summer is unusual for me, and the fact that my kids are scattered all over the place, so I don't have them all together. And we've been doing not the nicest meals, kind of kind of speedy meal. Like last night we had cheese quesadillas. That's what we had for dinner. That's terrible. We did have, you know, tomato stuff. In. Anyways, beans and whatever. Anyway, my point is I'm watching the show and there's a show called, and it's a documentary and it's called the, the man from 3036. Oh no, the time traveler from 3036. And it's a documentary about this guy from, from the future. 
and he had some pretty interesting things to say. Uh huh. And one of them was uh, somewhere around 20 something. I don't know. Let's just throw 22. Okay. So 22, 22. The whole world is so contaminated with radiation um, that the average male only lives to be about 45 and the average female only lives about 50. And the interview, the guy being interviewed that was from the future, he wouldn't let cell phones be near him because he has so much radiation poisoning that the phone actually makes him nauseous. <laughs> it was, if you haven't seen this documentary, you have to see it. It, it is, it is like every single space movie, future movie, this guy has crafted into one big story. It's pretty fun. I, I was I was trying to laugh, but it was difficult because it had that eerie, scary music that makes you feel like on edge. But uh, at the end, I was like, it was a good laugh. Wow, you have not sold this at all to me. Yeah, uh, all right, forget cell it. phone, cell phone radiation. Oh my! But the cool thing is, is that when you're watching it, he he's discovered because he's arrested for shoplifting, right? And then when they book him. He's got no hair, right? Because there's radiation in the future. It got rid of all his hair. Um, when they book the guy, he has no history, no birth certificate. He's not in the system. He's an, this is not a young kid. Like he wasn't some kid. There, he has no fingerprints on record, no birth records, nothing in the FBI. They could find nothing on him. And that's how the story starts. So he's like Barack Obama. Almost. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> okay. I do think I have finally. It's a farce though. Just identified you know. one of the, one of the problems that has caused Christopher to maybe be a little bit off the norm. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think you watch too much TV. Oh, oh my God. I was a television kid. You know that, right? Yeah. But I didn't really get the sense of how much of an impact that had on you until just now. Oh, well. That's interesting because I think we need to detox you. Let's just say this. My, I used to have commercials memorized as a kid, not just like one or two, like all of them. Mm-hmm. And then I would sit at the dinner table and someone would say, Hey, I had, they had a nickname for me. I don't know. I can bring it up today, but they'd say, Hey, uh, <laughs> I, I remember, sing? I know what that, that what is nick- it? Kissy. All uh, right. So they'd say, Hey, Kissy, sing us a song. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So I would do these, commercials and my dad used to get outrageously pissed like, like how much tv are you watching and the answer is i would literally all get up it. at 4 30 in the morning all of it yes <laughs> i wanted to see all of it i wanted to see all there was a television show where there was this guy you remember this old television show oh and he related his whole life to old tv commercial old tv shows no but is this this that was me i think heatstroke has just evolved into old tv shows oh has it it sounds like that. Today. I mean, I can't even get through the billionaires in space. Ah, uh, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Of course, that, no, I'm sure you're going to turn that into pigs in space. <laughs> what do you, what's your view? Oh, I, I want to hear it. I just want to get back to it so I can take these assholes down. Oh, anyway, I was, down. I was trying to make the distinction between um, Musk and Bezos and Branson. Musk is doing something, I think, noble, interesting, and really, really hard. Yeah, and I agree. Branson and Bezos are just a bunch of assholes who are showing off and doing nothing at all of any value. So let's get this straight. They're shooting rockets up to just barely space, just barely the, the edge of space and then falling back down to earth. If somebody gave you That's a free not, ticket, would you go? No, I yes, don't think I, you would. No, I would. I was, there was a point in my life. Hey, James, 
I got a ticket. You got a ticket to ride. If like there the, was a like point the in my life where I would have, you know, if someone had given me a, a, a ticket to go out to be an astronaut, I would have taken it. Regardless of what I, I was doing, I would have dropped everything and just taken it. But this is, these are not real astronauts. These are not real astronauts. They're barely going up to space. And for what purpose? You just to be care. just to be tourists so they can say, oh, well, we got up to space and oh, we have such a great expan- understanding now of the environmental impact that we're having on the earth. And oh, look how expanded we are. Yeah, I watch Star Trek. I get all that. I can get that from Star Trek. I don't <laughs> need to. Not get- everybody watches Star Trek. Well, they should. A, obviously, this <laughs> should be mandatory. About me watching too much TV? <laughs> well, there's only so much Star Trek. <laughs> Is it's there, not, it's not is quite there, infinite. There's a lot of Star Trek. There is there. a lot of Star Trek, but it feels like, I feel like there's not quite enough. Well, it seems to me that, but if there, you said something about environment, if it doesn't, that some kind of those rockets, those rockets can't be all that. Well, they were hydrogen fuel. So quote, uh, they only create water, right? Well, yeah, but you have to make that hydrogen to begin with. Oh, right. So, and so the, the carbon footprint yeah. of Mr. Bezos's little, is it good? Oh yeah, no, it's great. It's equivalent <laughs> to a car driving 1.8 million miles, or 1.8 million cars driving one mile. Right. So how many cars is that? It's like the that's that's, a lot of cars. That's like the probably the traffic of Phoenix for a day. Maybe no, probably probably a week. Let's say I'm just I'm just trying to guess here. Let's the traffic congestion of Phoenix for a week. He he blew off in literally half an hour. We're gonna have to use some kind of genetics to remake dinosaurs so that they can populate the planet again, so that we can squish down and make oil again. Oh well, no, no, you don't need dinosaurs. Dinosaurs in the future. No, it's any organic material. Humans will do just fine. You can squish the humans down. Make uh, you know, make them in. We have graveyards, you know. Make them into um. Soylent green, or if you cook them a little longer, make them into water. <laughs> Is that your innocent proposal? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Am I am I right about that? I think you might be confusing that with some sexy X or R-rated oh, mo- oh, yeah, movie. Oh yeah, 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 from the eighties. Forget what I just said. I made <laughs> a modest proposal. The Swift, the Swift guy. The, the, I can't remember his first name. I just remember reading it. In Thomas? Is it Tom? Tom? Thomas? Oh, probably. Tom Swift is a totally different guy. <laughs> he flies into you're space. Just all, you're just he all flies into space. You're just all no, I'm in, I'm in space, man. No, I'm a space you're cadet. Close. It's Jonathan Swift. Jonathan. Yeah, 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 no, but Tom Swift is the character who goes up in space. He's a, he's a space kid. This is this is a crazy show. <laughs> it's because we can't remember anything. It, I think it's because I had too half much of coffee our sh- and you didn't have enough. Half of our show <laughs> is us misremembering stuff. I don't. I disagree with that. Well, you think it's three quarters? Yes. Okay. Hey, um, I got to get rolling. Oh man, that sucks. Okay, well, <laughs> I I really want to pick up because I have not bashed the billionaires enough. Can we pick well, it up? No, we absolutely do it next week. There's always time to bash billionaires. It'll well, be a regular corner for us. If you had us. your way, we would be bashing them every episode. Not every episode. They they, they stay quiet sometimes. <laughs> but the, do that, they? That la- the, the, the fact that they both went into space the same week and they were such douchebags about it. It was big. It was kind of a... I thought it was kind of cool to get all these people going into space and all in a short period of time. Barely going into space. If they had gone around the planet a couple of times, that'd be one thing. But they, like be. I said, they barely touched space and then they fell down. But you know, these are baby I'm not steps. impressed. Listen, it's like the computer world. You can't Musk, give it all at well, once. You gotta say. But here's the thing. Musk is on track to do real shit. These guys are just, what's the end game for Bezos? Is space tourism. No, no, it's space it's, tourism. Are, what the hell is that? entrepreneurs. They know, <laughs> they know that, listen, this guy's willing to pay a million bucks to just go up a little bit. So let's just make him go up a little bit. And then in two years, we'll get more money out of him because we'll go just a little bit farther. Oh, that's great. And they're just going to nick at him. It's just, th- that audience is you and me. We're the computer people. That, no matter what we do, we upgrade our computers. I don't want to see these guys in their, their, their 
battle between who's got the biggest swinging dong. Well, I think that's all I see when I look at that. Yeah, Musk is because he's not playing. He's like he's playing this game fourth dimensional. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Hey, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Yes. We'll yell at you next week. Whatever. (laughs) And thanks for the coffee. Go NFL. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Heat Stroke is brought to you by Markers in Motion. Audio engineer, Christopher Furman. If you'd like to contact Heat Stroke, go to heatstrokepodcast.com. Won't you come on out? The sun is out. The sun is out so bright. Won't you come on out? It's making light. Light and bright for you. Don't you see me? Peek-a-boo. Don't you feel me? It's morning dew. All I want yes. is a cup. Yes. A very large cup. Yes. In my hand. Yes. A large cup. Hot. Warm. Oh. Cup. It's not tea. And it must be dark, dark brown. Oh, it's made from pink. brown. Make it hot, make it hot, make it very, very hot. Coffee. What's a pony midnight dreary? Well, I was a pony weak and weary. A pony for it looked so dreary. I got a suggestion that would make you cheery. It's gorgeous. They got floors with fishes and fairies, bubbles and berries, cats and canaries. So as you're looking for something a little unique, go to our website and go take a peek. That's G-O-R-A-G-E-O-U-S dot com. Gorgeous floor for the outrageous look. In black and white this week. Do you really think I watch too much TV? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Don't ask me questions like that. That is a dumb question to ask me.